This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, and Andy Bernard. My internet continues to be. Oh, you got to turn your mic on there, honey. There you go. Oh, Catherine Brand. <laughs> Just nice flow is all I have to say. Very, really beautiful flow, don't you think? Yeah. Beautiful. Sorry, we're having to. Technical difficulty with Alex's computer. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Might need to restart. What are you going to say? Yeah, she's frozen solid. Restart it. Oh, now I'm getting back on to the internet. Of course, right when I'm turning it off. Is it a laptop? Laptop. This isn't actually. It's a Chromebook, just like all the Chromebooks. No, I brought my desktop into the studio. (laughs) No, I'm just wondering why. So why is your computer messing up? I don't know. The internet, both internet, whatever's say that they're not good and there's no internet and then I'll log in and log out and whatever. So I'm turning it off and yeah, trying again. I would. And if not, I'll use mom's computer because no one's going to use that for That's true. That's just going to be so. sitting there collecting dust for the next hundred years. You're using Nana's computer? Months, five months? Five months. Yeah. Okay, Catherine, we're going to bring you in to the okay. conversation because Brittany and Tevin told us their favorite pizza And then Andy, Alex, and I all agreed on our favorite pizza. So what is your favorite pizza? Mario the Baker? Yep. There you go. That's four of us. Yep. Yeah. It is a good pizza. God, it's good. Hot pie is pretty good, too, though. Oh, hot pie is really good, yeah. Yeah, it is. What style pizza is Mario the Baker? New New York York style? New York. All my favorite pizza is New York style. Yeah. It's just like classic pizza with, like, just good ingredients and Mm -hmm. simple. Better ingredients, better pizza. Mario, there was Mario that weird, there was a, a pizza chain in Minneapolis. It had a deep dish. Does anybody remember what it was called? Well, there's a My lot of pie those. or something. Pie. My pie. Pie. I don't, I don't remember, remember my that? pie. No, I don't remember no. that. Well, I remember um, <clears throat> thinking that it was absolutely delicious at one time in my life. It was a sausage pizza. I think it was called some, my pie or something like that. Anyway. Then it went away. They all went away. 
And I was like, oh, darn, I like that pizza. Well, I found another one and I went in and I had it and I was like, this is revolting. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I ever like this? (laughs) Really? Because it it was the same pizza, but you... Well, I I had it like, you know, when I was like in my 20s. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, and it was... Standards are low. I think it was something new and different, you know, so you think it's good. Something my pie or I don't remember. Chicago's familiar. Meh. I like I Chicago style pizza. pizza. They're too squishy. Yep. You know, the bottom's soggy. Ugh, yep. No. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of a Chicago pizza either. I love Chicago. love the city. Their steakhouses are wonderful, but their pizza sucks. I really like Giordano's. Yeah. Or like the, what's it, Paquads? That's the big one in uh, Chicago that does the deep dish. And it's like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. It's just so much but, bread. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a lot bread. of bread. Well, the thing with why I like Giordano's is because it's like the cheese to bread ratio is about one to one. Good. Yeah. It's not just like tons of crust and then like a little cheese on yeah. top. Is that the one over on Hennepin Avenue you're talking about? No, it's off of France and it's right by Shake Shack in Edina. Oh, in Edina? Yeah. But there oh, was okay. one, yes, Tom, off of Hennepin. Oh, there was? Yeah, it's closed now. Oh, there you go. oh it is. I didn't know that one closed. Yeah. Because I used to go there once in a while. I thought it was good. Yeah. So, But now there's one by Shake Shack. Yes. It's been there for a few years. By the way, as long as we brought it up, uh, I still do not understand why people think that Shake Shack is so good. It's good, but it's no better well, than anything else. I think it's pretty good for fast food. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's like Culver's. Culver's yeah. isn't the best thing I've ever tasted, but for fast food, it's like, it's a cut above for sure. Yeah. Listen, okay, so don't you that. ever talk about Culver's in front of Dan, unless you want to hear <laughs> it. Like 25 <clears throat> minutes about how the Culver's on Nicolette in Bloomington is one of the best restaurants mm. in the United States of America. I see. Because <laughs> they take, they just clearly have pride in their restaurant. And they decorate for holidays, and they just really—it's a is great family-run business, and it's so clean, and it's so—he'll just go on and on. He uh, loves that place so much. Is he from and, Wisconsin? Does he have family ties? No, to, it's Bloomington. No, but I'm saying, isn't Culver's like a oh, Wisconsin? It's a Midwest thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah yep. I don't know. No, Culver's does I, a good job. Yeah, Minnesotans love just Culver's. Thinks it's yeah, a great they've got good place. chicken, they've got good hamburgers. Yeah, it's all just, good. And it's one yeah. of the few fast food places that Melissa and I can eat at. Why? Oh, because you don't have to worry there? about the. Well, there's a major trend right now of everyone breading their fries to make them crispier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So you have to be careful there. And then another, a new one is uh, soybean oil we're avoiding. And oh, okay. every fast food chain uh, uses soybean oil for everything because mm. it's cheap. Oh, do they really? Oh, it's yeah. cheap. That's well, true. You know, every mm-hmm. year, you know, it's it's a new it's a new year. Every year, you get all these different things on the you know internet, Instagram, whatever, about what's mm. bad for you this year. Yep. And, I mean, I, and I know seed oils have been a controversy for a while. A while, yeah. But, yeah, now they're evil. All seed oils are Seed terrible. oil, yeah. But canola is still supposed to be good, but that's made of rapeseed oil. No, if you talked about, like, when I was in my major only healthy organic everything constantly phase canola was like one of the worst yeah for some reason for a while there they were saying that canola was the worst oil for you even though it's actually one of the best for a seed oil 
Well, you can't it's also a huge export of Canada. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, that's I what it stands for, can Canada oil, canola. Oh, really? Oh, no way. Well, and also that's who awesome. wants to have buy rapeseed? Well, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's what I told I Melissa. I was like, you know, uh, the reason we call it canola oil is because people don't really want to go buy a jug of rape oil. I thought you yeah, right. were saying grape seed oil. No, it's no. actually called rape seed. There yep. is grape seed oil. There is grape seed oil. Which, yeah, is very yeah. bitter and gross. So you if you're not supposed to use canola or seed oil or canola oil, what types of oil are left then? Avocado, coconut, and olive and are butter. Like the yeah. three best. Or yep. ghee. We use ghee. We even want to go. We, we use ghee for everything which, cooking. Ghee tastes more cheesy than butter. It's got like a nuttier flavor to it for sure. But yeah. it's also, um, oh, if you've ever gone to a steakhouse and where they like, they sear their steak at, you know, the mm -hmm. surface of the sun temperatures, 100% mm -hmm. <laughs> chance they use clarified butter, which is so if you, good. if you take butter and you heat it up and you scoop away all the fat, what you're left with is, with is clarified butter. Also and that's more, ghee, right? more or yeah. less what ghee is. So yeah. you can use ghee for ultra high heat cooking and it won't smoke up. So you can get that restaurant sear. That's why we use it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, and everything now is about a smoke point and that things shouldn't mm. be too, yeah. Well, yeah, the smoke point, yeah, that's ghee and clarified butter are two of the highest smoke points of any cooking oil that there is. Whereas olive oil is extremely low, so you don't want to use it for high heat cooking. Uh, coconut oil is has an extremely low smoke It does. Point. I used to use coconut oil for everything. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this tastes really bad because the second it gets <laughs> yeah, above it gets like burned. 72 degrees Fahrenheit, it's just like, yeah. and it, it turns just to smoke. Smokes yep. everywhere. Yeah. I the know, smoke point thing is very real because if an yes. oil starts smoking, it's oh, going wow. bad and it tastes horrible. Yeah. Sorry. I'll turn this off. Who is that? Was it me? It's me. No. Um, yeah. So I, and another thing is, what is with these shipping costs? These, I mean, we talked about that briefly a couple of weeks ago, and I tried to ship a pair of children's boots yep. for eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. Eighty dollars. And then I talked to, I talked yep. to Melissa today, and she said that you, Andy, you went to the post office to ship mm -hmm. some stuff for Ethan. It's and a twenty-seven was... pound box of just like toys and stuff that we're gonna be leaving down there. Yeah. But the, well, it's not just toys. It's go away. Well, it's like there's a there's a Listen, travel no, potty. I'm having heart palpitations now. <laughs> that you've said 27 pound box of toys. Well. <laughs> well, we're not going to buy funny. anything down there. Is the thing. Why didn't you? How just... much did that cost? Well, they want the USPS store set is going to be about 110 dollars. <laughs> and I was like, uh, never mind. I guess I'll go elsewhere. Well, well, why don't you? Where's it going to be cheaper? Uh, well, um, she actually told me the secret there. USPS will surcharge for bigger packages or heavier packages because they have small mail trucks. Mm. So for smaller things, USPS is cheaper, but for bigger things, it's more expensive. Why didn't you just order things on Amazon and have them delivered to their condo? I don't know. Well, I didn't do it. That's the Next thing time. is because you think that you've already got this stuff, so you should Well, be there is that, it. yes. But why is it that you can buy brand new stuff on Amazon and not pay hardly anything for shipping? Because Amazon has a deal with FedEx and yeah. Co. Yep. But uh, the United States Post Office is 
run by our tax dollars? Why do we we get ripped off? Because Amazon <laughs> pays more in tax dollars in one second than you will in your entire life. Yes. That's why. <laughs> well, there you go. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. All right, I'm going to run some stuff by you. These are words that they're claiming should be thrown out of the English language. I want to see if you guys agree with this, okay? Here are some words and phrases that need to be banished this year, according to the annual list. Uh, since it's a new year, maybe it's a good time to reboot our vocabularies. Lake Superior State University in Michigan released its annual list of words and phrases that need to be banished in the new year. Here are the ones they say should stop. Uh, we should stop using or overusing in 2024. It's a list of 10. Okay. Number 10, wait for it. If watching a video, uh, then we're oh. already waiting for it, right? Plus, overhyping something undercuts the payoff. Yeah, so, I know exactly what they're talking about. It's a major oh, thing on, like, TikTok and stuff. Mm -hmm. Is Every video will have oh. a caption on the top that says, wait for it, because they want you to watch the entire you know, three minute video uh, for this like extremely lame payoff at the end. Listen, yep. every once in a while you get a video though. And you're sometimes like, I'm really glad that I waited, but they all do it is the thing. Now they're all like, Oh, wait for mm -hmm. it. You got to wait for it. And sometimes you're like, the video's over. What was I waiting for? Yes. 
That's a very good point. This next one I haven't heard since I went to Catholic school with a bunch of Italian kids. <laughs> Number nine, side hustle. Why oh, would, yeah. Every, I haven't yeah. heard that in years. Oh, no. The last couple of years, everybody is <clears throat> having a side hustle. Oh, what's oh, your really? side hustle? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice side hustle. It just yeah, means part-time yeah. job, basically. Yeah, that's, yes. People have been yeah. calling yes. my TA job my side hustle. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never yeah. said it, but and other people do. that's kind of demeaning. I know, because I'm, like, I'm like, this is actually a really important job, but okay. <laughs> uh, the number eight, uh, what is Jude? What is you, Jude into? Oh, no, it's your watch. watch. I can, oh, I can see your watch oh, glinting. So. God. All right, I'll Shining put it over everywhere. here. Mm -hmm. Nowhere near a light. Dog. Um, number eight, obsessed. Mm. The casual use of obsessed to describe routine interests. Yeah. 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 I'm obsessed with water. I just can't get enough water. <laughs> That's good. Well, an obsession is like a mental illness <laughs> to be obsessed about things. Yeah, it's, it's like when it's we were kids. Thing? When we were kids, if every time someone washed their hands, it'd be like, I'm so OCD about. Yes. Yeah. OCD. Yeah. Or it's like, was, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, I don't like having, you know, dog crap in my living room. I'm so OCD. <laughs> It's like, no, you're just, <laughs> no, you're you just... like a somewhat clean house. That yeah. doesn't make you OCD. Yes. No. Like, it ever met not. someone with OCD? Yeah, it's, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. It goes a little beyond, very... you know, cleaning the house every so often. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything. Yeah, I had a friend whose just... dad used to wash his hands obsessively uh, with pure alcohol. What? Did yeah. he have any skin left? Uh, his hands weren't healthy. Yeah, I know somebody I like that. I couldn't see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. OCD. If you do that, yes. you can say right. I'm so OCD about yes. Im immersing my hands in yeah. alcohol. Like, but because I have to you turn the light switch on and off 12 times before that, leaving a room. Right. Yep, that's yeah. You wiping off the countertop after you made a mess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Classifies OCD. No. Okay, we finish off the 10, 9, 8. Now we go to 7 and 6. Cringeworthy and iconic. These are more TikTok yeah, things. They can all go. Yeah. Oh, really? This is all because of TikTok? Is this what well, really it's, a, it's all about TikTok? It's all just like uh, engagement driving phrases. If you say something's no. cringeworthy, people are going to have to watch it just to see. Yeah. It's like um, there was this, I, I don't know if it was a progressive ad, but like it remarked on the phenomenon where if you smell something really gross you want other people to smell it too you're like oh you oh. gotta smell this or like taste something and you're like this yep. tastes bad exactly like, Do we taste this cringeworthy is what? the same thing it's like yeah. it's kind of like you know the video equivalent of something that smells bad it makes you want to cringe i guess what about oh, what about iconic it just means good yeah oh. and it's just like handed out too loosely yeah like Oh, if you it? got off the show today and you're like, oh my gosh, today's show was iconic. It, yeah. It's like, yeah. just means like it went well. Yeah. Like, I just, mm -hmm. Oh, that's it? This is yeah. just all things that have just gotten overused. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. So. They're all fine terms, but they're just terms that everyone uses at every possible opportunity. Yes. And you guys are saying mostly on social media. Yeah. Largely, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The top five starts with, I don't understand this one, Slay. S-L-A-Y. Oh, Fawn says it. She does? Yeah, because she does has she? a friend that has a 13-year-old sister. Oh, that, oh. There you go. And she goes to a dance studio with mm -hmm. a bunch of teenage yeah. girls. And it's like, yeah, if like, your outfit's cute, Slays. slay. If you like, did a move really well, slay. slay. It's basically oh. the Gen Z equivalent of killing it. Yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yes. Slay. You're killing slay. it. You're slaying it. Yeah. You're slaying it. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you killed sl- it. Yeah. You- Tom, that shirt you got on, slaying that shirt. <laughs> slay in Banff, Canada, slaying. Yeah. Number four is Riz. Yeah, I've heard people say Riz before. Just, okay. Just means Let's charisma. Let's not yeah. go back to what happened last time you talked about what? Riz. Oh, that's right. There You're was a last right. time? Never mind. Yeah. Dear God. Even though it was recently named the word of the year by Oxford University Press, it's basically a shortened version of charisma. Mm-hmm. It's like swag. Yeah, it's Gen Z's version of swag, basically. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's right. Everything old is new again, or yeah, everything new is old again, or yeah, whatever the saying yeah. is. Yeah, yep. Okay, number three, I finally found one that I hate. Uh-oh. <laughs> number three, to get rid of, at the end of the day, I hate it when people say that. Oh. Really? British people have said that for ever. Yeah, I was going to say, that makes me think of like a Fraser Crane kind of person. Yeah, it's just a Yeah, British like, thing. I wouldn't think that that's something that people say constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I can hear him saying that. Yeah, You're it's right. just, it's a very, you know, standard colloquialism yeah number two would be impact especially as a verb instead of effect it'll have an effect it'll have an impact oh whatever yeah that one doesn't bother me it doesn't but number one i've always hated this word and i will always hate this word the number one word they want to get rid of and this is all people you guys age hack oh god yeah everything's a hack oh Oh. yes (laughs) Putting cheese on a sandwich is a, a sandwich hack. Yep. Yes. Yeah, for years it was a tip, and then it's now mm. it's a hack. Yep, everything's yeah. a hack. Yeah. So you do agree that we should get rid of it? Yeah. Like, I'm, it, at this point, I think we don't need to call things hacks anymore. No. I, saw, I saw a video of somebody making pizza rolls, and they made the pizza rolls and essentially just made garlic butter to cover the pizza rolls in, and they're like, this is a hack yep. to make your pizza, pizza roll yeah. hack. This, <laughs> is just, this isn't a hack. No. It's a, I, can get, I can understand it if you're using it in a correct way. Yeah. Like, I had a book of baby hacks, and it was like, put a um, laundry basket in the bathtub for your, yeah, like, mm-hmm. sitting upright baby to, like, be able to just hang out in the tub. I'm like, that's a hack. Yeah, it's like quick, yeah. easy things that improve your life that you probably wouldn't have thought of otherwise. Yeah, right. not like, yeah, making garlic butter is not a <laughs> yeah, hack. Yeah, that actually right. makes it more difficult right. yeah, to just make pizza rolls. Yeah, you're adding steps. It's yeah. not really a hack. It's not a hack. Yeah, it's... which kids are perfectly happy with just a pizza roll. Correct. They don't need a hack. Yeah. All right, I got to run this by the two women on the show because I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Great. Hey, ladies, don't shave, wax, or pluck. It's January. Uh, oh, is it like no shave November? Yeah, but yeah. they're saying women well, should just not. Sorry, I don't want itchy, yeah, pokey terrible. hair everywhere. Sorry. If I don't shave for like four days, I am a terrible human being because my yeah. legs are so itchy. I can't not <laughs> shave my face for maybe a week tops. It just gets oh, so God, itchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's know. not rubbing against like denim. Think about that. You don't know what I wear <laughs> on at home. your leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's denim, denim face covering. Uh, denim face masks at home all the time. Yeah, sure, that makes but sense. when I did have to wear masks everywhere, oh yeah, I suppose. yeah, that was a thing yeah, for a while. No, it's terrible. Not mm-hmm. yeah, I know, I every time I see so somebody much. with hairy legs, like even men, when I see men with like really hairy legs, I'm like, how do you live like? This? I can't wear socks for more than a couple hours because of it. Terrible. Yeah. It like pulls on the leg hair. Absolutely. Yeah. Is anybody like me now where if I see somebody in a face mask, I literally am like, I roll. Yep. (laughs) I like, 
It depends I, since on we traveled. Day. We were at the airport. I was like, I could kind of understand it when you're traveling. Honestly, I would probably wear a face mask on an airplane if they weren't so incredibly uncomfortable. The woman behind <laughs> me on the flight home had tuberculosis, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, well, yeah, you exactly. could be wearing a mask yeah, and I'd be should. happy. Like, if you were traveling and you had a cough or you were just getting over something right. or something like that, then I'd be like, Yes, wear a mask, please. Yeah, when sick people wear masks, that's a good thing all the yes. time. But like you when know. you still see people in their cars wearing masks, you're yeah. like, I'm sorry, who is this for? What are you doing? Please tell me everything. Or it's like people walking, they're like outside at a park or something. Yes. And they're wearing masks. I know. It's like you're not, and you're not near anyone. Yeah. Why are you wearing a mask? I know. I just have a flashback. I have such a vivid memory of I was on a run during COVID in the woods behind my house where there's like, maybe I'll see four people. Mm -hmm. And there is, you're in the great outdoors. And I was on the running path and a woman was walking up, you know, I was going like, a, I can't, how am I supposed to, opposite like directions. Going, yeah. There we go. That's what I was trying to say. So she was yeah. coming at me. She had a mask on and she went like basically into the woods to like yeah. go away from me. And I was like, oh my God. what do you think is going to happen? Like, I'm not coughing in your face. Mm -hmm. I'm running well over six feet away from you. And I, yeah, I was just like, wow, you're really, really scared. And I'm sorry. I felt bad for her. Uh, well, yeah. A lot of people, yeah. they don't understand how any of it works. Yeah. They've just heard that, you know, masks make it better. Yeah. Distance makes it better. So we're just going to always wear a mask. We're going to put as much distance as possible. Yeah. And, you know, we're not going to think too hard. We're just going to do what we're told. I I don't know. And, like, working with children, I'm exposed to constant germs mm. every second of the day. Mm -hmm. And I just hope there's a day that I don't also get lice and the flu. Yep. And so now I'm just kind of like, I've never been a germaphobe ever in my life. I'm actually one of those. I'm like, germs are good for you. It helps mm -hmm. you. It's, don't worry about it. And now even more so. I'm like, it'll be fine. Mm. I don't know. Well, We're sick of getting horses and animals will do that to you. And there also, that, yeah, yeah, and I'm like the least squeamish person. Like kids will come up to me all the time and be like, does this creep you out? Does this weird you out? What do you think of this bug? And I'm like, you can't get bug? to me. Yeah, who cares? We grew I'm up like, on a farm. We I'm saw like, all the bugs. Literally nothing you could say to me would bother me. I'm like blood, vomit. I don't care. <laughs> what about and I just like, unleashed a snake in this room? Don't care. I'm out. Really? Don't care. I thought you didn't like snakes. Was it? Is it mom who doesn't like snakes? I don't care about. I don't care about snakes. Me. Huh? Someone they're like, doesn't well, like snakes. They're erratic. I don't like snakes in the house. I don't, I don't like, snakes like toads. Oh, that's right. It's toads. No, thank you. That For, is like one so thing weird. that I am like. If you put a toad in front of me, it's because they're like the lamest creature on earth. They are absolutely lame. But it's because remember all those tree frogs that used to cover our windows mm -hmm. in Dayton, and it was like a swarm of them. And and toads, they're erratic with the jumping. No, thank they you. do jump. That is the one thing. I'm like, I could needles, snakes, spiders, anything. No, toad, absolutely not. Huh. I don't know. It's a, It doesn't make I'm kind of like that with June bugs. Really? Like, they won't hurt you, but I will not be around a June bug. Yeah, June bugs are like, I don't, we, Dan and I will sit in the summer in our porch and they'll land on the porch and we flick them. Mm. It's fun. Mm. It's a good time. Yeah, give me a flamethrower. Perfect. <laughs> Alex. Yes. I got the new Real Simple special edition. What is that? What are you talking the about? The Power of Less. The Real Simple magazine. magazine. That I always used to get. Oh yeah, that still and exists. I'm just, uh, 
I I was reading this article about unplug and recharge. Yeah. About you don't have to do an extreme digital detox to form a healthier relationship with your phone. Agreed. It says Americans check their cell phones 144 times a day. I don't doubt it. Yeah. And that's a steep decline from last year. Really? Yeah. Do you think you check your phone 144 times a day? 100% he does. You? Absolutely. You're Me? on your phone for half the day. Well, so. it's like, what's a time? If I put my phone down I was gonna say, and then immediately pick check, it back up. I just check the time. Yeah. I have to leave. Yeah, uh, exactly. So is that checking my phone or is it like yeah. opening it and No, I think looking, looking at, at it things. to see the time counts as a check. Because that's like. It's like looking at a watch. Yeah. Looking at a watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. People anyway, who wear watches probably check their watches, of, you know, once a minute. Yeah. I have to go. So. Alex has to go. See you later. Got to go get headlights we'll in the flu. You have to do head lice and Hopefully blue. today's not the day. <laughs> Knock on wood. See you Monday. Yeah. Oh, so you don't want to hear any more about January, huh? Yeah. I guess she doesn't. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I do have to bring something up because it's, I've been asked this so many times by people. What is with you? And I said, what do you mean? Why do you mean? shave your legs? I said, I don't shave my legs. They said, you have no hair in your legs. No, you really I said, don't. I know. I literally, I have no idea why I have no hair on my legs. And I no have tons. So Maybe you have an Asian uh, gene. Could be. It could be. Asian people don't have hairy legs, right? I don't know, Largely. but I have literally have no hair on my legs at all. They're talking about January hairy for your legs. I could let it go for the rest of my life and not. I mean, maybe it'd be a little wispy thing or something, but that'd be about it. My legs have had lots of hair on them since I was like 12 years old. You're yeah, welcome. It's not fair. You're welcome. From it's Nana. from my family. Of course it is. <laughs> I, I literally, family. I shave my legs every single day. Yep. Well, and I agree with Tevin because he said that's because I'm further evolved than you guys. That's You are in that's, so many yeah, ways. That's what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we talked about earlier. Uh, so happy January. Ugh. It's a real thing. If your girlfriend started growing out her sideburns this week, oh, a girlfriend was sideburns. Can no judgment, women? No judgment. Can women grow sideburns? Some, well, I suppose. Well, because sideburns That's technically cool. are facial hair, right? They're just beard hair. Yes. Yeah, it would yeah. be like if I just stopped shaving this area, like yeah. the mutton chop area. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I guess technically well, I guess some. Depends on your hairline. Like some people have a lower hairline. That, so yeah. They would have sideburns. That's true. Maybe. Yeah. So Harry is the name someone came up with to encourage women to stop shaving, waxing, and plucking for the first month of the year to help uh-huh. normalize body hair on women. No. What the hell does that even mean? I understand because like a lot of 
people, a lot of cultures, women don't shave their armpits. Oh, and, really? and we find that just absolutely repulsive that, you know, when we see a woman raise her arm and we see yep. pit hair. Mm -hmm. But at the other, on the other side of it, pit hair is stinky. Yes, it is. And it's, and, and it's gross. Mm -hmm. And deodorant gets all mucked up in there. Mm -hmm. And I don't see the upside of having... Well, there's always right. like a, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, don't shave my legs because it's not, nat you know, it's, we naturally have hair there, you know, you're going against nature or whatever, but mm -hmm. you still get haircuts, you still wear makeup, you know, well, you still. And like I said, that's fine. If you've got a tolerance for leg hair and um, armpit hair, good for you. Yeah, but, but to make it about like, you know, I'm morally superior to you. Exactly. Yeah. That's when, go. because yeah. you are still, you know. Everybody cuts their hair, like, on their head, assuming they have hair on their head. But so it's like, you know, why is that – why is it, you know, like, a, oppressive and awful to have to shave your legs, but you go and get a haircut every two weeks? You can get a new hairdo every two weeks. That's, like, cool and good. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. It's, mm -hmm. it's like during COVID when all these women were like, oh, okay, I'm going gray now. And then all of a sudden it was like, I'm morally superior to you because I don't color my hair anymore. But gray <laughs> hair idea. takes an enormous amount of time and energy too. <clears throat> I mean, because if you just leave, most people like you, Tom, you just have naturally silver hair. Most people mm -hmm. don't. Most people, when it goes gray, it gets yellow yeah, and icky, it and it's not a nice color, and they still do stuff to it to mm -hmm. make it look nice. So anybody that's like, I'm all of a sudden morally superior to you because I do this, it's all a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. it's, all, it's a cultural shift, yep. and yay for you that you're on to the newest and latest trend. It's always but just yes. an arbitrary line that's drawn. Exactly. I don't like hairy pits. I'm going to shave my pits. I don't care if I get shamed, blamed, and canceled. Mm -hmm. right. I'm going to do it. And it's not just like women. There was a trend where, yeah, a lot of men were shaving their armpits too because mm -hmm. of like the hair, like you're saying, Catherine, it cuts right. down on the smell. Like yep. your deodorant's right. not a clump. Like I right. used to shave my right. armpits like all the time. Yeah, I do. And like now, it's like I'll go a little ways, but <laughs> yeah, I'll still go through and shave because it's like it, I think it looks better and yeah, nicer. Yeah, exactly. Trim it at well, least. Yeah. I, don't have very, that's, I don't have very much arm underarm. I've got some, but not very much. No. I mean, some people Why have a, have a, have a bird's nest in there. Yep. <laughs> Got to get rid of that stuff. Got to get rid of that stuff. Yeah, that would be good. But I, We were watching television the other day, and there was this new shaver. Oh, it was before Christmas, because obviously, you know, everybody uh -huh. needs a razor or something for Christmas. Sure. And it was a manscaper. Mm -hmm. And Tom, Tom's like, what the hell is this? Because <laughs> it kind of shows this guy like down there. With oh, <laughs> yeah. He's shaving his pubic <laughs> hair. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was some, I don't think it was called the Manscaper, but it was something yeah. like, I don't yeah. know. And well, they mentioned pubes. And it's like, mm, I yeah. don't like. There is a brand. It probably was called the Manscaper because Manscaped is an actual yep, brand where is. they sell all types of oh, different yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you don't like hair all over the place, then shave it. If you mm -hmm. want to have hair hanging out, don't do it. So I have a question. The fact that I'm not a very hairy person, does that mean I'm further evolved than most people? Well, of course you are, honey. Yep. 
I you're morally superior. <laughs> I wish that, like, in an ideal world, I would just get one haircut and my hair would stay that exact same way. Yes. I would, yes. you know, not have to shave my armpits or shave like my chest or anything like that. I would love to be less hairy, and I'm not even a hairy person. Yeah. There's well, a lot of I, there's a lot of things that I would like neck hair for example. Yes. I never want neck hair. If I could just like, you know, put some paste on there and never have it grow again, I would do it in a heartbeat. You could probably do uh, that laser hair removal on your oh, on your neck. It's insanely expensive. And you have to go like 20 times. You'd it's, be surprised because like down here, I don't know what it is, but nobody wants anybody hair whatsoever. It's like a Brazilian kind of thing too. I don't know. There's there's a laser hair removal on every corner in gas station mm -hmm. and bus stop. <laughs> it's, nobody wants anybody hair down here. <laughs> they laser it all off. So I don't know. Yeah. So why do they? Why are they promoting January? Why would it be that women uh, just don't want to shave in? January? I think it's just something to get clicks. Oh, is it? Well, Everything. it's like no shave November was originally Movember. Which it was like a oh, prostate yeah, right. cancer awareness thing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Men yes. were supposed to not shave their faces for the entirety of November to raise awareness for prostate cancer, which it's like yes. okay, fine. But then it eventually became less about the awareness and just more about you know like. I'm not shaving because it's November and well, I don't know why I'm not imagine, doing it, but I'm not. I can't imagine Gillette was happy about it. So they probably sent out a marketing team to combat <laughs> the, the message. It's ev shave every hour in November. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. You guys watch uh, Jerry Seinfeld on, he's got a new Netflix special. Have you guys seen it? Uh, I have not. No. no. You mean the, Driving in cars with people. That's not new well, at all. A, this is a Netflix special. It's, oh. a, it's a, his latest Netflix special talking about people who use needless phrases. 23 hours okay. to kill, apparently, is what it's called. Well, that's from yeah, 2020, 20, though. Oh, this is from 2020, 23 hours to kill. You're right. Yep. So I don't know what that's all about. There's a new banished words lift for 2024. Among them at the end of the day should be avoided from now on with more needless phrases. So Seinfeld just uh, kind of talking about what we were just talking about, doesn't like these, like it, you know, at the end of the day, blah, 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 blah. Why does that bother people? So I don't really care what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's just the frequency of which everybody says it. Where, what if and, I start and, saying Riz? And in, in, in every oh, argument, if you go, well, at the end of the day, it doesn't really. And then the next conversation you have is also the end of the day and everything is at the end of the day. Yeah. It gets right. annoying and, after a while. Yeah. Like a couple of years ago on, on uh, social media, every time a woman did anything, I folded my laundry. All the comments would be queen. That does not make you a queen. Because <laughs> you folded your laundry, you're a queen? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, everything really was queen. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm so sick of that. Yep. Or there was that era where no matter if you were a man or a woman, if you kind of opened up about any emotions, it was you're so brave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Yep. Brave. Stunning and brave. Yep. Stunning and brave. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Ooh, I just got an email from Art Sears. James Patterson's available. Uh, oh, I, think, I, I, think I saw that ask and I grabbed him for us. Ha ha. Oh, oh. I think he's booked. <laughs> well, there you go. Oh, no. I wanted him. For us. Well, um, we can both get him. I don't know if he'll do two. But James yeah, Patterson. or I can. James Patterson's a big deal. He is a big deal. And like I said, I played golf with him one time and I had no idea who he was. 
until after the round was over, said, God, I didn't know you knew James Patterson. I said, what are you talking about? Well, you just played golf with him. I said, that was James Patterson. I had no idea. He didn't cheat and say, don't you know who I am when you challenged him? (laughs) Well, there's some great guests coming up, man. We got to start putting some guests who's really good. He's, um, he just came up on a social media thing about this whole Epstein list. Supposedly there's new revelations coming out any minute. Of course. I doubt. Well, then now they're saying that the list is being pushed back to January 22nd. Oh, of course. I don't know. I saw that whoever is like in New York, that's pushing to release the list. They gave everybody that's on the list 14 days to file like a counter. Oh, we shouldn't let okay, this go. Yeah. And so then oh. they're trying to let that play out. Well, but I mean, like what I heard. if the list is loose enough, it's like, you know, okay, you uh, met Epstein once and you know, like you did business with him or something. You did business with him one time. You didn't know mm-hmm. who he was. And now you're on this list. I can definitely see wanting to keep that list out of the public eye. Because it's going to put you on a list that everyone assumes is basically a list of pedophiles. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like I don't really like all the attention this list is getting because it is a nothing list that they're making a huge thing about. And isn't there a big fight between Aaron Rodgers and yeah, we Jimmy talked about Kimmel that. about this? Yeah, yeah we talked yeah. about that. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, Aaron Rodgers accused Jimmy Kimmel of being on said list. Yeah, and I guess a lot of people are coming to Jimmy Kimmel's defense, like even Adam Carolla. He's like, this is not a thing. It, I've known him forever. I don't agree with his politics, blah, 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 but he's not he's not this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, he, you know what? Then you just say, yeah, I went down there twice because I was told that there was some, you know, meet and greet thing that I should be a part of. I, well, wanted, I was know, delivering a suspiciously would... large amount of penicillin to the island. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, you know, you just say what happened and just be transparent about mm-hmm. it. And yeah, I, I guess is it how hard can it be if you didn't do any of these crimes to convince or like to display that you didn't? Like if you yeah. were down there for an event, like you have an invitation for said event or whatever correspondence right. that yeah. you had. Everyone on the list is going to be like, yeah, I went there one time. We talked about business and I left. Mm. Well, and and don't you think we've turned the corner on lying and trying to cover up everything? Don't you I think we hope. should just say? Yes, I did this, but I didn't do that. Right. Yeah, see, what's suspicious is saying, no, I never met him when you actually did. Yeah. Right. Because that makes it look like you're hiding an association. Whereas, like, even if you are one of the, you know, scumbags who went there for nefarious reasons, how hard is it to just say, "Uh, no, we talked about real estate? There you go. No one can prove you're lying. So just, I don't know, being all shady and weird about it. It makes yeah, you look like a bad liar. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like some whistleblower is going to release the names that are going to be redacted or hidden or whatever anyway. And then that's going to make you look a million times worse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think the public can handle the truth. I think that this whole shielding everybody from stuff is just, I think that's just last decade. And it's time to move on from that. Well, yeah, like I said, I mean, it makes talking- it look more suspicious. Yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, the government can now look at any transaction over $600 in your bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but we can't look at the government's accounts. We can't look and see what they're doing with the money. That doesn't seem right. No. Yeah, that is true. As citizens, why can't we look at your work? Yeah, everything should be out in the open. It's I our agree. money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, why are they hiding stuff? Right, especially when we're in such a huge debt 
mm. right now as a country. Like there should be a little bit more transparency because you guys obviously aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing in the first place. Absolutely. I totally agree. But this James, James Patterson came up back to this, going back to a few minutes ago. He was, um, he was the first one that said that everybody was accusing Trump yes. of being on Epstein's mm-hmm. Island. Right. Mm-hmm. And apparently Epstein had uh, joined Mar-a-Lago, the club there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, once he was under suspicion for underage girl shenanigans on the island, Trump got rid of him. Yeah, he kicked yeah. him out. He kicked him out. And, yeah, because at first he was like, yes, this is a really great guy. Yeah, he has a new member that just paid a million dollars to yeah. be in his club. Right, right. Of course he's going to say he's a great guy, blah, blah, blah. And he had all these huge connections. And that's what that club is all about is political and financial oh, yeah. connections, yeah. right? So it that kind of stuff. See, just say what it is. Right. And because at the time it wasn't, nobody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's shenanigans. Yeah. Unless yep. you were somebody that was doing those mm-hmm. shenanigans with him. Like exactly. it wasn't like the general, so like the public looks back at it with, well, we knew this whole time he was, no, we didn't. We all found out together at the same time. So you have to look at it through a different prism. Yeah. And that happens all right. the time. Yeah. It's like whenever, you know, like someone, you know, goes nuts and, you know, like kills a bunch of people, they're always like, oh, well, when he was 12 years old, he once said that, you know, I hate Mondays. Uh, we should have seen it coming. It's like, no. Yeah. It's only because you have this new context yes. of something that happened much later that now you're seeing things in an old uh, new light mm-hmm. where, right. you know, the context didn't exist and they're probably unrelated, but you're making connections because that's what the that human brain there. does. It makes connections even if they're extremely flimsy. Yep. That's true. I'd kind of like to know because obviously Epstein's Island wasn't the first place this ever happened. No, no. he had another ranch in like uh, Arizona or someplace too. But I mean, who started it two, 300 years ago? Because you knew, you know, there were, I don't know, houses or islands or whatever. This has been going on forever. Don't you think? I think Caligula maybe was yeah. one of the first. Yeah. Caligula. Yeah. Some Pharaoh whose name we've forgotten. Yeah. I don't think Jeffrey Epstein, he didn't, create this you no. know, phenomenon of, you know, politicians and powerful people no. getting no. underage. Girls. Well, no, I think um, Thog the Caveman, who had the biggest stick of all the cavemen, probably <laughs> did it. So. Yeah, probably true. Probably true. I don't, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a power issue. Some sort of mm-hmm. strange, you know, victimizing people that can't fight back and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's something's really screwed up with your brain. I've never understood the I'm attracted to young girls. Uh, what? Boy, yeah, no. just young kids ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, there's a story that just popped up on the Wall Street Journal. If you sleep in socks, you're a psychopath. I could never. <laughs> That's in the Wall Street Journal. I've tried to sleep in socks because my feet are always cold. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't stand it. Do it. It drove no. me nuts. It's awful. So I guess I'm okay. You're not a psychopath that <laughs> I married? Not a, not a psychopath. Well, it's funny because <laughs> for all of my teenage years, I slept in whatever clothes I was wearing that day. Jeans really? and a yes. shirt, no problem. Yeah. i just jump yeah. in bed, fall asleep like that. Why did you do that? I don't know. It didn't bother me. Take the time to undress. And whatever. It's, you know, it's nice and warm. It's comfortable, you know. But yeah, socks, specifically socks. No, I don't know why. Jeans are fine, but socks. <laughs> yeah, I jeans I could wear, <laughs> not socks though. I don't can't explain it. Fine. 
Okay. All right. We got two minutes. Any wrap up comments you'd like to make? Uh, nothing for me, Andy. Um, Melissa's mom and brother broke our child. What do broke you your child? Uh -oh. He's got an. So we were talking about obsessions. He's got a real obsession now. Uh, to a almost scary degree, and that is the Roomba. <laughs> well, he's obsessed with the Roomba. <laughs> Here's my impression of living with Ethan right now. Bot, 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 <laughs> on, clean, downstairs, bot. <laughs> Getcha. Oh, I, I, I thought it was cooking crackers. No, now it's, <laughs> he just wants to watch the Roomba vacuum. All oh. day, every day. Oh, he's off of cooking crackers. He woke so up saying bot. He did? He woke up saying the word bot. He opens the door and starts saying bot out into the hallway so that we can hear him <laughs> say it. Didn't you have to hide that thing for a year because he was afraid of it? Well, I he just he... goes up and presses the button. And, you oh, know, I if the house isn't cleaned up, then it can get stuck. And then you have to go save mm -hmm. it. And it's just annoying as hell. Um, but at this point, we've got everything, you know ready to go so he can play with it all he wants or watch it vacuum but it's like sometimes it has to charge and he doesn't like that or sometimes <laughs> it's bedtime i brought the roomba up so he could say good night to it last night <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> okay that's the close right there our kid good needs night, therapy <laughs> all right we'll talk to you tomorrow thanks bye